This episode of the Very Serious Crafts podcast is brought to you by the Embroiderers Guild of America. You're listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. We're very serious crafters, and we craft very serious crafts. Very serious. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 16 of the Very Serious Crafts podcast. I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors and Bones and Bobbins Podcast. I'm Heidi from Hands Occupied. And I'm Molly from Wild Olive. Today we'll be talking about aprons, being kind to pattern makers, and hammered flowers. Amazing. I'm so excited about the hammered flowers because I don't know what it is. You don't think about flowers drinking a lot, but apparently they do get hammered every once in a while. (laughs) Wow. Like, a dad joke less than two minutes in. I, oh, Molly, I love it. (laughs) Um, so. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) I I do. I'm into it. Here for it. Um, so we all know that I have kittens and that they are excitable little beasties. Mm -hmm. So they keep knocking things over that shouldn't be knocked over and specifically the stand that holds my phone and my watch while they're charging and it's a cheap like it's like a bamboo it's very light it's not anything fancy but they have now knocked it over enough times that yesterday I found it in pieces oh no and so As a result of kittens, my adhesive spin has gotten more attention in this past week than it has in, like, the past six months. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I had kind of forgotten what was in there, and now I I very much know. (laughs) Well, at least you had all those adhesives on hand, right? That's right. Yes. I am very pleased with my former self and adhesive supporting. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, lately, um, I've accepted that I have to... Um, oh, yeah. Hi, guys. I was gone last week. Hi, I missed yes, you. Welcome back. My dog was sick. She's still sick, but she's doing better. Hi. Um, <laughs> this is Heidi. Um, so... <laughs> And Haley dropped something, I think. <laughs> I, I dropped Sophia. <laughs> oh. The golden girl. Oh. Is, 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 did an action figure go flying? Uh, no, a coaster. <laughs> oh. With Sophia's face burned into it. I see. Anyway, continue. <laughs> We're thriving in 2020 on this podcast. <laughs> They're recording this? I'm just going to change my chatter right now. Before recording this, we've had to restart like five times. There's been multiple things that have like exploded and unplugged (laughs) and we're all super tired. So that's my chatter. So buckle up, babies. This is going to be a bumpy podcast. It is very much anything goes (laughs) at this moment. So I I almost like Molly. um, Yeah, I usually, you know, because I do the editing on the podcast. And so. I usually try and edit out <laughs> weird sounds in the background. I may not even bother with it this time because you might just hear like really what 
our homes sound like all the time. So also, um, I just got back like last night from (laughs) road trip to my brother's wedding. And so I'm also super tired and a little like, (laughs) who knows what I might say or not say or drop or what my cat might do because the cat has been (laughs) missing the family. So yeah, that's that. I am yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's- and the kind of, like, the kind of day, the kind of day it's been, like, we've decided that our Patreon episode for this, for next week, is just going to be exclusively Train of Shame, 100% yes. of an episode. <laughs> so I think that, I think that about sums up where we are doing, how we are doing, where yes, we are where doing, we are why doing. we are doing, <laughs> which we're doing in Talking 2020. So, yes. like I said. <laughs> well, good. Anyway. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, before we start talking, we want to give a shout out to all of our serious friends of the Very Serious Crafts podcast who are supporting us at patreon.com slash serious crafts. We appreciate you so much. So much. Indeed. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Wait, that sounded sarcastic. It wasn't supposed to be on a robot. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. It's totally genuine. <laughs> it's it's really true. It is true. It is true. So um, last week when Molly and I accidentally covered only plants and quilts. Yes. Um, <laughs> not even knowing that that was what the other person was covering also. It's like the craft podcast little matchstick girl. <laughs> or what isn't that what it is? What's the fable with the what is the fable about people doing the same thing for each other for a gift? Oh, um uh, it's the what's the it comb. The gift of the magi. Yeah, the gift yes. of the magi. Another yes, M word. See? The gift of the magi. Yeah. Wow, hey. The podcast of the magi. Great. Yeah. There, right there. <laughs> See, Dad? <laughs> it's totally worth it. It is, and not the little matchstick girl at all. That was totally wrong. No. <laughs> um, anyway. Thriving, uh. like I said. <laughs> okay. So I was talking, or I had just watched a lecture on Victorian practices in preserving flowers and flower pressing and seaweed pressing which is definitely a thing I did not know existed before then um and so we were also talking about how many different ways exist to in theory preserve flowers and to have them not turn brown Mm -hmm. before they're preserved and so we got a listener email this week that made my day. So Shelby, who happens to be a plant biologist, excellent, in, yeah, to tell us about preserving specimens. So uh, I'm just gonna read this little email in case any of you feel the need to go next level specimen preservation, which I do, and I will say this has now added another tool to my list. Haley loves a tool. I need. Oh, I love a tool. <laughs> yes, give me all the gear. <clears throat> all right. So 
Um, Shelby, who is on Instagram at urban underscore ecologies, and I hope it's fine that I said that. It's included in the message. Um, says, just listen to the new episode where you discuss drying flowers. I'm a plant biologist and dried lots of wetland plants during graduate school. And also flowers in one of those kind of presses with the straps that you mentioned. And that is a press that I am personally obsessed with (laughs) as an aside. Um, So I thought I'd share my low-tech process. To dry the plants, I use a drying oven, which is a cabinet a little larger than a refrigerator used for drying plants or other things for science. Okay, this sounds high-tech. Modern drying ovens... You know, and just also, as an aside, I found one that's the size of a microwave. Okay. So... Anyway, press on, press on. This is what she has to say about this method. Um, So... Modern drying ovens are electric and temperature controlled, but the older ones have light bulbs inside to generate heat. Hmm. Um, While we can't all access a drying oven, you can use your actual oven at Ah. low temps. You need to put the entire press in the oven um, because you don't want the flowers directly exposed to the elements or they will brown. And she recommends starting at around 140 degrees Fahrenheit, but no more than 200 degrees Fahrenheit for pressing flowers. At this low, consistent temp, you could leave them in there for as little or as long as you'd like. Um, In the drying ones, I've left them there overnight or even a few days, but this wasn't necessary. Anywhere from a couple of hours, uh, about six hours, should do the trick. But really, it just depends on the moisture content and thickness of the plant material and personal preference for your project. Also, you will want to make sure not to use any kind of solvent or oil on your paper, press, or flowers for obvious reasons. Um, And if that is not obvious to you, you don't want to cook them and brown them. Or I was going to say, or, or... Create your own train of shame in that way. Yes. We all know about how I light things on fire in ovens. Um, hashtag the muffin. Okay. Um, you can use any acid-free, uncolored construction paper along with thin pieces of cardboard in the press, layered as follows. Bottom of press, cardboard, construction paper, flowers or plants, construction paper, cardboard, construction paper, flowers and plants, construction paper, cardboard, and so on and so on until you put the top of the press on. Um, And one final tip she added is keeping dried flowers out of the sun is key. UV will accelerate the breakdown of the pigments within the petals. Okay, that makes sense. Great. So. Thank you, Shelby. So we have... Real science, and we all know how I love the real science. So, Shelby, thank you very much for making my day and teaching us a thing or two. And I will say that I have been shopping for hot air lab drying ovens, (laughs) which is what they're called. And I found one that's about the size of a microwave, but it's also a 
about $500. Oof. So, um, <laughs> using the regular oven is probably going to be your way to go unless you have access to lab equipment. Yeah. But, I mean... Or 500 so bucks. Or 500 bucks. Well, if or you, 500 if bucks. If you have access to 500 bucks, but, that'll also work. Um, but yeah. yes, yes. It may be... Also think, like, food dehydrator, but then you wouldn't really be able to fit a press in there, which would defeat the purpose. But, like, huh. How? I, yeah, that's what I thought she was going to say yeah. when I first started reading the email. Also, I'm curious if you put, like, the press in the oven, like, like that one that we were looking at in the last episode, it had, like, plastic with those little straps. Is that, like... I mean, I know this is a low temperature, but would that be an issue? You'd have to find one that is more like the wood with the screws at the sides, I would think, right? Uh, I would think so, but she said that she used the ones with the scraps. I think that one would want to check the uh, melting temp and also make sure that you're in a well-ventilated room in case it's giving off fumes. I I might play it I would think. Yeah. <laughs> or you could use metal straps or metal buckles instead. Yes. Oh, and maybe actually, I don't know, maybe those were metal buckles now that I think about it. They might have been. Yeah. I don't actually remember. Okay. So, well, anyway, there we go. That, uh, thank you, Shelby. That yes. delighted me. Yes. Thanks, I want Shelby. to use this information right away. Yes, me too. <laughs> Immediately. Yes. I think flower pressing is going to be a, a, the next punch needle as far as trends, I it think, could. that come up on this podcast. It, oh yeah. Well, we we started. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll lead into a, that in the soon. last episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will continue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will. Perha- perhaps mm-hmm. it's an offshoot of the gardening co- topics I've been obsessed with this whole pandemic. Ha. I think it really is. I think you started this. Thank offshoot. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> oh gosh, Molly. <laughs> or that good all, golly, Miss Heidi. Molly. That's what I'm gonna say that when you make Heidi, jokes now. Just getting it. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I mean, we are a comedy <laughs> podcast, I uh-huh. guess. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh dear. Oh, that's okay. funny. Not good comedy, but okay. comedy nonetheless. Oh, we never said good. <laughs> <laughs> So Heidi, um, what'd you make it? On an what'd entirely <laughs> on a different note entirely. <laughs> I did some real crafting, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it okay. was and it was even sewing. It was even sewing. I have been very off sewing in 2020. Um probably because of the whole book writing thing at the beginning of the year. Bit time consuming that. That really takes you off sewing. And I like life. Any <laughs> friendships. Normal sleep routines, mental health. I could go on, but I will not. (laughs) Oh, now I have journeys don't stop believing stuck in my head. So there we go. Hey, that's not a bad way to cope with meeting a deadline. Just sing that to yourself and pump your fists if you can. (laughs) I agree. Although, no, not going to go down that journey path. I... um, (laughs) Separate ways, however, watch the video if you want some really quality fist pumping. Excellent. Yeah. We'll have to put that in the show notes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, back to what the heck I was talking about before. Yeah, um, sorry. No, it's I, I went right down this journey path with you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. You went along with me on this journey? I did. Uh-huh. I did. I followed you. Um, so, 
My, my little niece, Evelyn, who has come up on the pod a few times, um, she's two and a half these days, which is crazy because I remember she, like, her birth happened, like, five minutes before when recording one of the first episodes. And we were like, yeah, true. do I stay on the podcast just and distract myself from being nervous about her coming? And that's what I did. Um, but now she's two and a half. And this podcast has been around that long, which is nuts. Anyway, yeah. so two and a half year olds, they start yes. to have some interests and hobbies, right? Yes. Um, Evelyn, her, her whole deal since lockdown has been getting really into helping her mom with cooking in the kitchen. I think it's also a helpful way to keep a toddler occupied, if I had to guess. Well, Um, and you can make a mess. Yes. And it's allowed. Yeah. The problem is my niece's mother would still like to quickly clean up after this mess because her life is just cleaning up toddler messes right now, right? And so oh, yeah. she called and was like, hey, do you have the time or interest in making uh, your niece a little apron? And I was like, yes, because she is tiny. And that would be cute as heck. So I did it. Yes. And it was a really simple pattern that I was able, it was free based on a blog post and I was able to print it at home on my home printer. So if you have a home printer, you could knock out one of these aprons very easily without having to buy a pattern but you can still work from a physical pattern so super quick and easy it's just cut out stitch the edge add some straps and you're done so if you want to seem like a real cool aunt who can't visit their nieces right now because of lockdown i recommend making an apron it doesn't take that long and it makes you feel a lot better about it i like it that's all yeah that is actually a really good point i kind of forget that sending people things that i've made makes you feel like you're at least doing something in their lives. Um, well, I have not taken advantage of that. Well, when they're that little and that far away, it kind of it, it's already kind of like they don't know you visit to visit until they're like five. Yeah. Well, of yeah. course. When you live many states away. And so it's kind of yeah. like, this is a way I can physically express my love. <laughs> right. And also mm-hmm. like burn off some cortisol anxiety in the process. Because isn't that... All that we can ask for these days, my crafty friends. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I don't feel like I can ask for anything more. Yeah. Q Gershwin. (laughs) I wasn't gonna, but now I am. Um, Okay. Thriving in 2020. (laughs) Would you like to hear about something else that is a good way to, like, use up some energy? A hundred percent. Somewhat delicately. (laughs) (laughs) delicate energy expenditure exactly Uh, i i have a question about um the word delicate (laughs) and the subject (laughs) uh i will say what i'm about to talk about you wouldn't have to do this delicately you will just have very different results so (laughs) take that as you will um so at the very end of our last recording session the topic of flower hammering came up and we really didn't have time to talk about it thoroughly and I said well I'll just put it on the topic list for next week so here I am with it on our list of things to talk about and I need to know because I want to hit things with hammers as you should (laughs) (laughs) that is definitely the quote of the episode (laughs) Uh, you get a sticker (laughs) Um, I have so many hammers though I need to know what yeah yeah so, um, flower hammering, I did this for the first time probably when I was in high school-ish. I, um, I, one year, and I will fully admit that 
probably underlying the, the idea of this was that I had a crush on the neighbor. Um, and he did a lot of gardening. <laughs> okay. So I planted a garden. Oh, man. As Like you do. Uh, it did not lead to anything, which is probably for the best. But I had, I, I did our whole. No, this is so sad. pure. I want it to be like a, I, wow, I was just going to say um, a secret garden thing. Yeah. But that is the opposite of <laughs> this is, rather. This is very like public garden. It was large. Yeah. Be- I it, Actually, I am so proud of the garden that I created in, I kept it. For several years, um, even when he wasn't around anymore. Um, Did you just go to the garden and wistfully think about boys? (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just like, hey, maybe if I'm I'm in the front yard working on a garden, he'll talk to me. He did not. (laughs) Did you plant his name in um, different colored flowers? No, in fact... I feel like there was real opportunity there, was, there Molly. There was. Um, I planted a moonlight garden, which if you are unfamiliar, cool. is all, it's primarily white flowers. So at night, it looks like your garden is glowing. It's gorgeous. Which kind of yeah. doesn't work with what I'm about to talk about because um, you need colorful well, flowers okay, for this. Well, fine, but it's romantic. It was the, well, you know, it, in theory, <laughs> was meant to be. But, um, but I really, I loved learning about plants and planting this whole garden and maintaining it and and everything. But in the midst of that, I learned about um, flower hammering. And so it, we also had, we still have lots of flower hammering. hammering. And um, so the idea with this is you lay the flower out flat on, I did it on paper. You can also do it on fabric. You cover the back of the flower with paper towels and you use you can use just a regular traditional hammer and you hammer the back you hammer the uh uh-oh what happened there Heidi I dropped a needle sorry (laughs) (laughs) Um, you just hammer the backs of the flowers and it transfers the pigments in the petals onto the the paper or the fabric and it leaves an imprint of the flower there and what's very cool That's about cool. it is it does not always give you what you expect it to give you. So cool. bright orange daylilies don't create a bright orange daylily print. It creates this gorgeous like purple color. And so cool. also not... Oh, so this is like plant dyes yeah. turning... My thoughts exactly. exactly. It is bringing you those plant dyes. And, and not all flowers make a print at all like some of them you barely see anything so there's you have to like you can just test it oh you'll see something if i get my well but it just (laughs) sometimes it just makes this kind of like like wet muddy splat you know it doesn't really look like a thing whereas like which can be cool but isn't what you maybe think you're going to get pansies work really well i did some pansy ones um those are my grandma's favorite flower it's so so cute the flatter the flower probably right better the result exactly also flowers that where you can um yeah see like the shapes of the petals and stuff you'll get results from other things you just won't necessarily get the shape of the flower whereas like a daylily or a pansy you'll know that it was a daylily or a pansy Mm -hmm. i got you that's really cool if i were to take say a rubber mallet like a large size rubber mallet that would be large enough to cover the whole flower yeah. do you think that that would 
give a better print or do you think that multiple strikes in different areas would release i think you'd still have to strike it multiple times but oh sure um but but i think it would be i'm just wondering if it would be an even a more even print it i don't know that it would necessarily i mean it might improve it some but i don't know that you would notice it in a big way because uh, I mean, the, the I just like shifts, the big hammer. Yeah, I mean, obviously, go for it, go for it. Um, you don't want the, you don't want the flower to shift really. But once you've started hammering it, the moisture is going to stick it down a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I found right there's, I mean, there's plenty of tutorials on the internet. I found two links, and I will um, put them in the show notes. One shows how to do it on paper, which is what I did. I made like note cards with them, and I thought that I. St- in, oh, that's until really recently pretty. I had, I had one still left, and I could not find it, which is sad. But I maybe I used it. I don't know. But uh, the other one that I found uh, that was from a UK site. So when they say kitchen towels, they're meaning paper towels, and that for um, US listeners. Gotcha. Um, the other one I found is from the house that Lars built, and I this was love her one of my favorite ones yes. I saw. They did this on fabric, and it. The flowers came out a little more abstract, so they were not looking for a print of a flower necessarily, but more the essence of a flower. And then they embroidered over it, and it looks oh. amazing. So I bet. Cool. Now, I haven't done this now for ages, and I was thinking, hmm. Now, of course, our daylilies have started to reach the end of their um, their time. Season. Because, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's actually now September. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I thought I want to do this now on fabric and do the stitching with it because I think it's, it's beautiful. So I just like, it's a really, I could see a really nice tablecloth or something with that bordering it. Yeah. And I mean, it is, it's one of those things. Mm -hmm. Once you do it, you're committed to the thing. And if it doesn't come out quite right, you just get what you get. But I, there's something Mm -hmm. nice about that. And yes. um, do you iron it to set the dye? Yeah, that would be the the best way to do it. I think it, a tablecloth might, you know, you might lose some of it over time with washing, even after setting it. But um, I, again, I haven't really done a lot with on with it on fabric. I've pretty much done. Um, I wonder if you could set it with vinegar. I've, well, I mean, anything if it's you, it's plant dye. So, however you would treat it, if you were doing regular dyeing, I would say is going to have similar result with this i mean you're really you're i'm sure that at some point i would have an opinion on this but i do not right yeah. now <laughs> um and maybe if i that's cool maybe though. if i play with it more now then i will find other things but i just thought the fabric one with adding a little bit of embroidery to it especially in those areas where it doesn't transfer you know, like full details, yeah. it's a perfect way to enhance it or just use it in a totally different way too. So anyway. You know, it's so beautiful. And I didn't expect to like it because I I tend to like, I don't tend to like abstract yeah. shapes. But it's not, it's lovely. It's, it looks like watercolor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it isn't, it, it, it isn't always super abstract sometimes it can actually look where you go wow that is exactly what it was cool yeah that's awesome 
So now I want to try that too. <laughs> there are so many flower things. Luckily, I think it's because the '90s are trending, y'all. Didn't, did you guys have flower the 1890s? pressing? '90s? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the ni- I'm talking about the 1990s. Um, there were. I had a couple flower press kits as a kid in the '90s, and I remember yeah, seeing so them I. a lot. I'm yeah. thinking that that might explain the trend if I had to theorize. There's actually a uh, a New York Times article that I think I linked to in yes. the show notes for the previous show that is about people going full 1800s. <laughs> yeah. It's all <laughs> Which, cycling um, multiple times. It's all good. Yeah. Although my flower press was plastic in the 90s. Don't put that I think. in your oven. No. <laughs> No, it would have been a bad idea. Although, frankly, my Easy Bake oven was plastic. So. <laughs> hmm. I bet you could press flowers in it. It's a light bulb. I was just <laughs> thinking that when when I was reading Shelby's email and she mentioned the light bulbs. I was like, huh, well, if it can bake a cake. There you go. Badly. <laughs> and, and burn you. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Yes. That's cool. I'm really excited to try that. It's, I mean, it's even if you don't make anything of it, it's just kind of fun to hammer the flowers yeah. and see what happens. So, yeah. It's also always fascinating to learn about a new technique every time. Yep. I don't even care if I ever exactly. do it. I will always be down to hear about yep. it. Always. Yep, same. <laughs> same. <laughs> Which is why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> this episode of the Very Serious Crafts podcast is brought to you by the Embroiderers Guild of America. EGA is a community of stitch-minded people who inspire passion for the needle arts through education and the celebration of its heritage. Become a member today. Registration is now open for the 2021 National Seminar, The Magnificent Stitch, to be held in Chicago. Learn more at egausa.org. So, can I complain for a second? Yes. Go for it. Please do. You have permission. I would like to put some context down, which is I love it when people are engaged with my content and ask questions and are, like, excited about things. Like, that makes me really happy because I also engage with other people who make things in that way. But... Especially during this downtime, there has been sort of an uptick in weird emails Hmm. that I have gotten um, about some of my more popular projects that are like people, like some are just normal questions and I will quickly answer them, but some people are requesting like video tutorials. Um, like, they would like me to make them a video tutorial. So wait, of, just them? For just them? Uh, well, yes. <laughs> okay. Because they learn visually. Oh. Mm. And I got an email from someone who was super mad at me that a tutorial I wrote more than a decade ago. <laughs> um, oh, I'm wait, On hemming wait, pants. Wait, just for, just for the record, listeners... That was the biggest eye roll I've ever seen from Heidi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have very uh, big eyes in my defense. 
so this was a tutorial about hemming <laughs> pants that was like missing a part of a step out photo. Like I had taken the photos while doing the project, but then felt the need to explain further when writing the instructions. And this person was just incensed that I would explain it, quote, with words and not just show the photo. For, like, the most basic pants hemming tutorial that exists, you can find about 30,000 versions of this <laughs> tutorial on the internet. And I was like, lady, if you don't like it, go elsewhere. Yeah. Like, it's fine. You don't need to tell me about how mad you are that the, that there isn't one specific photograph in this 2009 tutorial i don't know also it's, it's a tutorial from 2009 how dare any person try to hold content from a decade ago to standards for 2020 oh, well, good right. god you couldn't even, you could hardly put a video in a blog post in 2009 are you kidding well right right like it's sort of a wonder that the photos are clear i seriously um, or, yeah. or like at, at, or like even bigger than 400 pixels on some of my right. earlier stuff oh, for real because right. exactly. that's how it was yeah yeah i mean and, and i recognize that a lot of people goodbye goodbye lady. don't understand like the like the technical side of yeah what totally. things were then let alone you know now but um or the other way around with that. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I because even but just yeah, even when I find things now that I really, really like and I see an old date on it, I'm just like, I cannot I would never even expect that I'm going to be able to 100 percent get a hold of this person because yep. I know that things yeah. aren't monitored that long in the, you know, <laughs> the Internet time <laughs> well, is a whole and- different time. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, if you're looking at a decades old, a decade old blog post, and then you clearly have to click my contact page. So you are now seeing current me. Yeah. Um, like, I'm sorry. I have been busy writing books books and stuff (laughs) i have not thought about that tutorial in a good many years now if she'd had a specific question right like and i had a moment to answer it of course like that's fine especially if she would have been nice about it yeah and also if she had been like hey, I think you're missing a photo here. Yep. Like, also fine, because many mistakes have been found in tutorials that I have written because of the nature of writing tutorials. It just happens. It's hard saying. Universal truth. Yeah, and how fast you... When the crafting internet was blog and tutorial driven... How Being built by those blogs and tutorials, I would argue. Yes. Um, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> I am just baffled. And so there has been, uh, and 
if I'm complaining about you and you're a listener, um, have you paid her? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that what we're? Um, isn't that also, the point like, though? Like they're not even respecting our time enough to pay yeah. us when we've already done hours of work to put even that crappy old tutorial not saying that one's crappy that's me talking about my own content i mean it was a fine tutorial (laughs) it was one of the better ones from that era yeah but but yeah it's just one of those things that in i i would just like to i guess remind people who are not content creators um that who are maybe picking up long ignored skills again Mm -hmm. and are finding all of these older tutorials because that's happening and that's great but like remember that you're talking to human beings (laughs) who are also going through a global pandemic and who are stressed out and tired and also probably still trying to create content and probably making less money than usual yeah and so like if you've got a question please ask your specific question and be nice because so many many people have sent the most mean and ridiculous emails like people who just did not read a thing oh yeah um like this happens daily sometimes with my books that are kids (laughs) people will be mad that they that it they both both of my books that are kids the golden girls one and feminist stitches are like, they come with the tools and materials for two specific projects in the book. And I get a lot of emails wondering why they can't do all the projects in the book. Yeah. It says it on the cover. Yeah. I And, like, I get that people skim things. I get that sometimes you get an idea in your head. But before you send me an email, like, basically yelling at me... When we're all stressed out and anxious, like, ooh, yeah. and here's Think the tea. It. Here's the tea. Want to know yeah. why you can't contact so many of those bloggers from ten years ago? They burned out and quit. Yeah, cause yeah. of this crap. Yeah, um, sorry, that is tr- the truth. Uh, yes. I, I just want to throw this into the mix of things. Um, yes. Before we, I mean, I know we have to keep things moving here, but um, and I, I want to officially credit um mac let's see max make space on instagram for really driving this point home for me and then Mm -hmm. modeling it for herself um Mm -hmm. she has a coffee like ko dash fi where you can just give one-time donations or whatever but it's basically just to show that you value uh the work of a content maker and so i would add that in addition to being kind when you send emails, especially about free projects or whatever. Like, you should be kind anyway because kindness matters. But um, the show show your support for a maker in those ways because that I mean, just like when someone buys one of my four dollar patterns, I I feel I feel supported in that way. If someone buys me a three dollar coffee yeah. just for nothing, it's even more so. Like where I go. 
that was just really a nice way to say this is my thing. I see you. So Mac is really good about sharing regularly. Like, hey, if you like this, remember, you can support me. And I think that's something that I need to learn to do more of is just that every once in a while, the reminder. And so this is my reminder to listeners that if you follow people that you love what they do, show some support in ways that you can. It doesn't even always have to be the financial support, but yeah, I was about to say, especially like I can, I could understand listeners who are sitting here saying like, I'm on a budget. The economy is about to dive hard down a deep hole. Um, cause that's the truth. Yeah. Um, I see you and I get it because yes. this isn't the first time we've all done this. Right. And yeah. um, I was in a much different position last time around than this one. And that was when I started Hands Occupied because I didn't know what else to do with myself for free. Yep. Um, That's and, also when I started. Yeah. And it's when all when, of us. Right. But I'm not did. saying drop everything and start a blog because it's exhausting. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, unless you yep. want to, yeah. Um, we did. <laughs> We're still here. Um, but. If you feel if you're really on a tight budget, you can also just write an email to somebody saying you appreciate them too, because yep. that can also really help counterbalance yeah. the angry ask a manager emails. Yep. <laughs> when it's like I'm the manager, I'm the founder, I'm the tech editor, I'm the computer yeah. programmer, yep. I'm the photographer, I'm the CEO, I'm the CMO. What do you want from me? Yeah, and I think that's it. Yeah. Like, it's just that that balance has been out of whack. Yeah. Like. Usually I don't, You, I get a handful of those, but I roll my eyes and I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the number of emails that I have gotten in these last five months of people just straight up demanding immediate responses for things that are free mm-hmm. um, and things they could Google yeah, yeah. is has been really intense and I often wonder if they realize that they're talking to one human yeah snap snap snaps this isn't a big like studio turning out work you're in 10 square feet girlfriend yeah that's Um, the truth as well folks yep yes that that is very true. Luckily, I have very tall ceilings. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just I don't know. I I yeah. know that I'm ranting, and it's and it's weird for a content creator to be ranting about having people <laughs> uh, engage with their content. Sure, but I really appreciate. The people who Get actually it. actively enjoy and engage with my content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people who are yelling at me on the internet are not those people. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm not talking to you. If you've ever <laughs> sent me an email and I have responded, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> like, you are fine. We're good. But, gosh, maybe... Maybe stop and think before you hit that send button. I know we're all stressed yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. it. I'm done ranting. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, so before we before we wrap up today's episode, we we do want to keep this on a on a positive on a positive note. Again, like I yeah, honestly, I love 
Like, I really love making free content for people. So I don't think, mm-hmm. I think yeah, obviously me too. we all do. It makes me Because feel that's good. really what our blogs are all about. So we would just like to, uh, we would like to highlight some of our favorite free content, free cre- content creators, etc. But like, go looking for them. Enjoy them. Yeah. Use them. Follow them. Um, Follow them because then they can get paid to make more content by somebody else for you to have for free. Yeah. Because that's the real game, guys. Yeah, I mean... And it's true. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean... Sorry, I'm just telling truths today. <laughs> I have um, I have a whole list of, like, free embroidery. Like, I do, like, ba- embroidery basics, which, by the way, I'm working on trying to update because I would like... <laughs> I don't want it to just be, like, the old stuff that is looking kind yeah. of tired. Like, there is a place for doing that. So, you know, I'm... That's, that's like, goals for the end of the Same. year. Um, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, like look for look for those those things, but also when you're looking at old content, uh, celebrate it and that it was free to begin with, you know. But anyway, I think we will probably do we all each want to like put together like some of our favorite content and put it in the show notes. Does this sound good to you all? Yes, I yeah. like that. Okay. I like that a lot. I think that's great. Perfect because. I, I mean, also want to include some Instagrammers because yeah. even if they're just making like reels, that is genuinely brightening my day throughout the yes. day. Oh so. my goodness, yes. And also, if you have not seen the little girl in England who can play every instrument who uh, challenged Dave Grohl to a drum off and Ooh. um is and he responded. Okay. Uh, <laughs> What else has he got to do right now? <laughs> oh my gosh! No, but this look, this girl is amazing. She's a yeah. kid. I think she's like eight. Great. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna link Excellent. to her because she will make your day better. Okay. Like every time I see I her, I will. Uh, yeah, my I, day is. Better. I, I would say like yeah, it doesn't even have to be just strictly craft related because some of those things are important. And um, I would add in that like listeners, if you have. If you know of people who are creating content and sharing it for free and you just love it, mm-hmm. leave a comment and put it in the list yeah. and then other people can enjoy that as well because that would be that would be fun. And then everybody be nice to those people and support them. Yep. And send us a DM with their Instagram yeah. link if uh, you aren't the commenting on websites yep. sort and we'll share some of their stories. Yeah. Like we – we love supporting other makers, and if we're going, if we're getting an increased amount of these frustrating like, emails, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> frustrating emails, um, they are yes. too. Yeah, yeah. Which I will say, mm-hmm. Max makes space. She just like she has house rules that she shares so that people kind of can understand some of the dynamics of this, and she's brilliant for that it's called it's called boundaries yeah. and they're great to have yeah exactly oh the uh <laughs> the little girl for the record because i really think that <laughs> that you need to go immediately uh-huh. to watch the show notes. her stuff yeah her name is nandy bushel okay or possibly bushel i don't know but her first name is nandy and she is amazing okay. And very easy to find on okay, Instagram. good. And in our show notes yeah. that you should also go visit so we can get some ad half a cent from Google or whoever gives us that money. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, that too. Excellent. More truths from the Very Serious Crafts Podcast 2020. <laughs> no fake news here. Wear your mask. 
Is that our uh, is that our vibe now? Sure. <laughs> it it is. works for me. It is. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. Wear masks, be nice. 2020. <laughs> Mic drop. And <All> right. vote. <laughs> and we're done. Oh. <laughs> and oh, oh. we still have the entire closing call to action. Parenthesis Haley. <laughs> working on it except that i closed oh we did i mean we did intro this episode by saying anything could happen so here i found it (laughs) okay i'm having a great time losing my mind in front of the internet public it's cool yeah also 2020 all right thank you thank you to our sponsor the embroiderers guild of america Learn more at egausa.org. And thanks for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at shockingly very serious crafts.com you want to know why these are so consistent because we're professionals who've been doing this for a decade who know what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) true it it is true um and finally if you're a fan of the very serious crafts podcast please leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts Good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting and need an uplift for their day, perhaps, find us. Yes. All I could think Mm -hmm. of was, we're very serious. (laughs) Very. (laughs) Truths. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Have a nice day.